For writers, there's actually something far worse than writer's block to a writer's process. And that's something that we don't talk about very much because we focus on a lot of the other hurdles that get in our way. So today I wanted to do an episode that focuses on the biggest problem authors actually face, and that is ourselves. We all know that writers struggle with a lot of different things. We have to deal with writer's block, deadlines, juggling social media nowadays. We have to think about marketing plans for our own books. We have to manage appearances. We have to deal with all of the normal everyday stuff that everyone has to deal with as well. And it's turned into quite the slog and struggle. But there's something extremely important that we don't talk about very much in the writing community. And unfortunately, it's something that is both incredibly dangerous to us as writers and as people, as well as our writing process. And that's our mental health. It's something that can get in the way of everyday writing and sometimes grind a story to a halt. There have always been cases of these issues with writers as far back as mental health issues were really noted. Um, and there are even references of it clear back in even ancient Greek days. Um, a few very notable examples of this are people like Ernest Hemingway, who suffered from severe depression as well as substance abuse issues. Uh, Virginia Woolf had severe mental breakdowns and depression regularly. Uh, Edgar Allan Poe, one of the most famous for it, uh, suffered from chronic depression and even potentially bipolar disorder before it was even a known medical diagnosis. Uh, even Tolstoy suffered depression and actually talked about his contemplation of suicide repeatedly. Um, it's something that heavily affected him and his writing as well. Uh, even F. Scott Fitzgerald suffered from depression. And nowadays, we hear a little bit more about that, and it's brought up from time to time by uh, some more successful authors. Most recently is Dan Wells. Um, he's recently started talking about his experiences with depression, and it, it's been spectacular to hear him talk about it. But even to a much smaller scale or to a scale that doesn't need medical intervention, a lot of us still suffer with it. It's kind of a curse of the job we work in. We often spend a lot of time by ourselves in tight, enclosed environments where we're often doing exactly what we love and something that actually helps us most of the time, which is writing. For me, writing has always been a big way for me to deal with struggles and frustrations and stress because it allows me to disengage from the world I'm in. And that's actually very good for my mental health most of the time. But that isn't always the case. Um, in one of my previous videos, I talked a little bit about my physical health issues that I was dealing with back in uh, around 2018 through 2022. And it's something that I had to fight for on a daily basis and regularly caused me to not be in a good mental headspace. Uh, I still struggle with it from time to time, but it is getting considerably better as my health improves drastically day by day. But this mental health, health issue regularly interrupted my writing. 
it would get in the way of me being able to focus. It would stop me from being creative or it would take me down a much darker path than the story I was writing should have. And while that does sometimes help, uh, one of the best scenes I wrote in the Richard Conviction series in book two channeled a lot of that. Um, there's actually a scene in book three as well that deals with that kind of stuff as well. But normally that's not the case. Normally it's a much bigger hindrance than it is a help. In the past, there has been a lot of references to that just being part of the creative process or your mental health issues being something that actually aids you. And while having those mental issues can help you create empathetic characters and help you channel your creativity, it's the understanding of them that helps you, not the actual issues. Those issues can actually drag away from your writing and cause even bigger issues that prevent you or stop you from writing. It can run into issues when you're in the editing process. It can create confidence issues or the desire not to share your stories. And that is a major problem for a professional writer. So what does that mean for us as authors and how do we get over it? How do we push through those mental health issues? Uh, we hear a lot of pretty much useless advice from a lot of different people, but every single person is different, but there's some basic tips we can do to break out of that malaise, that depression and help channel ourselves back into a simple focus. And I wanted to share five of those that have helped me in the past and I think will help you as well should you run into this issue during your writing. The first one for me is getting outside. It can be as simple as taking my dog for a walk or even an entire change of environment. I've gone camping or spent a day out in the woods. Uh, a lot of times I'll take my laptop with me that has a cell phone signal. And all of a sudden when I'm out there, stress will melt away and things change drastically. And the second I pick up my laptop to start writing again, it is night and day. All of a sudden the words are flowing through me like they haven't in a long time. And even just going for a short walk with my dog can break me out of that malaise. It actually works for writer's block too. And I suspect that part of my writer's block has to deal with some of those health issues or mental health issues as well. Another one is to socialize. For a lot of authors, this is a big struggle. Most of us are pretty introverted. So socialization is as much a drain as it is a help, but it breaks us out of the chaos of life and breaks us out of the routine and helps us connect with people that we wouldn't normally connect with. One of the best ways for writers to do this is writers groups. When you get to meet with your writers group and socialize with them, it gives you a connection to fellow writers and helps you learn things and sometimes get peer reviews while at the same time helps you socialize and helps you break out of your, for lack of a better word, self-absorbed status. It's not in a selfish way, 
but when we're locked into writing in our office for so long, it can sometimes be easy to forget about the outside world. And through socialization, you will break that cycle and allow yourself to move forward with a much better uh, writing skill and writing ability when you come back to the table. Now, there's a lot that goes into socialization. You do have to pick your battles with that. Uh, depending on how introverted you are, large groups may not be your thing. Uh, for me, I prefer smaller groups. So it could be something as simple as a game night with friends or even just going out to the movies and being around people. Uh, there's a lot of different ways that we can socialize and still be successful, even sometimes be productive. But just going outside and socializing is often a, one of the best results for me. It's something that helps me stay stable and get back to my writing without too much of a hindrance. So now we move into the next two things that are things we can do in advance to help prevent these issues from getting in our way. Uh, the first one is establish a routine. Routines help our minds stay comfortable and stay calm. They can be as simple as waking up and going to bed at the same time every night, even on weekends, and not allowing ourselves to get sucked into the story too far that we drag out until two, three, four in the morning. I am very guilty of that. And it's something that I often struggle with. But establishing that routine and getting your body on a steady schedule helps relax everything and helps your body stay far more comfortable with your environment. But we have to be careful with that as well. We don't want to get into too much of a rhythm that we forget steps one and two. You have to do these in concert to get the best success. Okay, the next one is probably the hardest for all of us, but it's probably the most important too, and that is being kind to yourself. If you're kind to yourself, your self-confidence confidence will grow, and your ability to focus and be excited about what you're doing will grow as well. Uh, as I talked about what happened to my to me right after I published in 2020, and the blow I took to my self-confidence when books weren't selling, and because we were isolated, I didn't realize that that was a universal problem. I struggled for a long time thinking that my books were terrible because no one was buying them. Little did I know that with the exception of the top 1% of authors, everybody was struggling with sales. Sales were plummeting for a lot of books. Ebooks and audiobooks were doing better than they had in the past, but total sales were down. And had I understood that, I don't know if I would have struggled as much, but being blind and left out in the dust because my publisher had collapsed during COVID, I struggled with a lot of self-confidence. And frankly, I was not kind to myself. I ripped into my writing. I reviewed everything, over-edited, and went after every single step of the way. I also unfortunately hired a freelance editor who did not help me with that. Uh, he was quite critical and to the point where 
he was kind of cruel with some of his criticisms and writing, um, which unfortunately compounded the issue to the point where I was literally on the verge of giving up. Um, luckily, I had some intervention for one of my stories, um, and I received honorable mention uh, through the Writers of the Future contest, which was the first real accolades I'd ever received for my writing. Um, it was something that made me realize that my writing was good, and I could trust it, and I could be confident in it. But I needed to tell myself that and trust that my books were good. And ever since I've started doing that and focusing on how good my books are and how confident I am in my stories, that part of my life has drastically improved. My desire to share my stories has drastically improved. My desire to go out of my way and speak on even stuff like this has drastically improved because I trust myself. I trust that I will be able to execute what needs to be done. And I'm confident in my writing. That doesn't mean I don't edit. I edit a lot. But being confident in my writing means I can let the stories free to fly. And they will fly onto the page far faster than if I'm hypercritical of everything I'm writing. So being nice to yourself is probably the linchpin in all of these. But that doesn't mean it's an easy win. The last one is also extremely important. If this isn't enough, if doing these first four steps is not enough to help you break out of the malaise and help you deal with whatever it is you're dealing with, uh, because not every mental issue is the same, seek help. Whether that be talking to a friend and sharing what you're going through or seeking professional help, please do it. It is never a bad thing to talk about what you're dealing with mentally and the struggles you're having. There are people who want to help you. And while it can be a struggle to sometimes find those people, they are out there. There is always someone willing to help. It doesn't matter whether that person is a paid professional or just someone you meet at a writer's group or a friend you've had for a long time or a spouse, or in some cases, even a child. Um, there is plenty of people in this world who are willing to help you if you're just willing to ask. Do not do anything drastic without talking to someone first. Uh, and that includes in your story. Don't go crazy and kill a character without talking to somebody uh, unless the story absolutely requires it. I do understand that's a thing. Don't throw out a project you're two-thirds of the way through because you're just not feeling it anymore. Talk to someone. Talk, some, talk it through with someone who understands. And if you do that, you will see a lot of things change in your world. Your life will drastically improve, and the situations in your writing will improve. You will find that doors open as you're kind to yourself and as you strive to be good to yourself. And when that happens, you'll still struggle. I'm not going to promise that you won't. But dealing with those struggles gets easier over time and with practice. Sometimes that involves medicine. Sometimes that involves 
specific treatment plans with your doctor, but it will get better if you try. The only way it gets worse is if you don't try. And if you ever need someone to talk to or need help with a situation and you don't have someone around you that you can think of that is willing to help, feel free to reach out to me in the comments or through social media. I am here to help too. I'm your fellow author and I want to help. Thank you for staying for all of this. I know it's a much heavier subject than I usually cover. But don't forget to like and subscribe and comment below if this helps or if you have any other suggestions for things that help you as well. I'd love to see those and I'd love to share those as well.